Welcome to July. <laughs> wow. It's here, July. And many of us still think it should be spring break. It's summer. It's hot. And we've got the Saharan dust hopefully finally leaving us. And still we need God's blessings on all things. So welcome. I'm glad you could join us. This is Concafe, a daily devotional shared by myself, Pastor Radio Valverde. So glad you are with us. We're looking at kind of a long passage today, but I pray that those of you reading it uh, don't get scared by it. It's from Genesis chapter 24, broken up into three sections, verses 34 to 38, verses 42 to 49, and verses 58 to 67. And I'm reading it in the New Revised Standard Version in a text that's called A Wedding Story. So hear now the word of God for us as we listen, learn, and grow from what God may share. Verse 34. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become wealthy. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female slaves, camels and donkeys, and Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and he has given him all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house, to my kindred, and get a wife for my son. I came today to the spring and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if now you will only make successful the way I am going. I am standing here by the spring of water. Let the young woman who comes out to draw, to whom I shall say, Please give me a little water from your jar to drink, and who will say to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca, coming out with her water jar on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew. I said to her, Please let me have a drink. She quickly let down her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will also water your camels. So I drank, and she also watered the camels. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her arms. Then I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord, blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me by the right way to obtain the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now then, if you will deal loyalty or loyally and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, so that I might turn either to the right hand or to the left. And they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will. So they sent away their sister Rebecca and her nurse, along with Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca, said to her, May you, <clears throat> our sister, <clears throat> excuse me, become thousands of myriads. May your offspring gain possession of the gates of their foes. Then Rebecca and her maids rose up, mounted the camels, and followed the man. Thus the servant took Rebekah and went his way.
Now Isaac had come from Bir Lachairoi and settled in the Negev. And Isaac went out in the evening to walk in the field, and looking up he saw camels coming. <clears throat> and Rebekah looked up, and when he saw, she saw Isaac, she slipped quickly from the camel and said to the servant, Who is the man over there walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. <clears throat> so she took her veil and covered herself, and the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mom, his mother Sarah's tent. He took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. This is the word of God for the people of God. And we say, thanks be to God. Wow. Friends, the hand of God over every verse of this passage. So I pray you will read it again and be blessed again to read how God is key in all relationships. Well, happy Wednesday, dear friends. May the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and yours is my prayer for you and and for all who matter in your life. Fair warning, COVID-19, you're on my list. And I'm sure it's on everyone's list as well. Several people that I know and care deeply for are on the list of those who are affected by this dreaded virus. Longtime friend of my father's and mine, Mr. Trina Garza of Dallas, the first Mexican-American elected to the Dallas Independent School District Board, is hospitalized with COVID-19. Uh, Trina has been an active churchman in the Rio Grande Conference and uh, continues to serve uh, his church faithfully, and we pray for his recovery. Mr. Chet Marco, my new mentor in the insurance business, is at home, afflicted with the illness, as are almost all the members of his family, and this includes his elderly father. So please, dear friends, as you hear my voice, make time to pray for the Garza and Marco families. We continue to pray for the Gibson family as well, Brian Gibson and his family. And we also add to the list uh, Reverend Jenna Purdy. She's the daughter of a dear friend, the Reverend Steve Purdy, uh, and his wife, Vicki. And Jenna has been diagnosed with stage 4 Hodgkin's lymphoma. Jenna had been a pastor in various churches and took some time off, or was planning to take some time off. And it was during the start of this new journey that they diagnosed her with this disease. Doctors are hopeful uh, this particular disease is very slow-moving. She's had it for over a year, and uh, it's been pretty asymptomatic, but now that they know, they can treat it. She had been planning to move in with her parents in Corpus Christi to continue treatment and to begin a new uh, life. Um, She had learned computer programming and that sort of thing and taking some time away from ministry, although I know her, and she will continue to minister with all she meets, but she needs our prayers so she can defeat this foe. Prayers for Steve and Vicki. I know this is very tough for them, and prayers for each other, dear friends. Make time to pray for yourselves and your needs as well. For those of you who are married, let me ask you this question. What role did God play in your marriage? Did your courtship resemble in any way the courtship of Isaac and Rebecca? Pretty much an arranged marriage, if you ask me. And I've shared, those of you who heard me preach, and been in my churches, 
how I reached a point in my life after <laughs> having been so pressured. The road on the conference when I was just starting out, it was almost taboo to be single and a minister in a church because it just wasn't right. <laughs> so people did their parts in inviting me to so many dinners to meet so many nieces and cousins, aunts, and uh, <laughs> I remember telling God, I give up, Lord. I remember saying, I've tried on my own, and now I'm just going to make friends and have fun. And it's up to you if you want me to get married. 42 years later, I'm still madly in love. <clears throat> with the woman God provided for me. Of course, the congregation at El Messias United Methodist Church in Mission, Texas, said that I stole Nellie. And I'd gladly take that honor, honor and credit, but honestly, it was God and his wisdom and might that made our par uh, marriage and our family possible. What role did God have in yours, dear friend? As we read this passage for today, we have to remember the cultural and religious importance of this family, and they're wanting the right woman for Isaac to marry. Remember, Daddy and Mommy were old when they had their baby boy, and in the written part I said, make that ancient. And now here it is, with Daddy being 140, which meant Isaac was 40. Is that a good age to marry? And Abraham's old enough to worry what's going to happen next with my son. Sarah had already gone home to be with the Lord. And Abraham makes it very clear to his trusted oldest servant that he had that he didn't want just any Canaanite babe for his son. In fact, he didn't want any Canaanite babe at all for his Jewish son because, after all, they didn't know God. They worshiped a ton of gods. And so he says, she must be Jewish. She must be from our faith and our heritage. And as was common in those days, they sought one among family. And so Abe sends his trusted servant to find the right woman for Isaac. And this servant had learned well from Abraham and his faith. And so he knew to pray and to set before the Lord what he thought could be appropriate signs or boxes that would be checked. And trusting God and praying with God and in the whole way saying, Lord, if I don't fulfill this, you know, I will have failed my master and I will have failed you. And as they set out in their hearts, these signs that they believe God should have checked, they were led, he was led to the perfect woman for Isaac. As were mine, to be honest, senior pastor that told me that Nellie was available and was very active. And after all, I met her at a Thursday night prayer meeting. Not too many people go to church on Thursday nights after a long work day. And she said Nellie was a public school teacher. She was a woman of prayer and a tither. All boxes checked. I said, I'm ready. Where do I side? So what was it like for you, dear friend? And yours? Was your husband an answer to prayer? Was your wife an answer to prayer? 
Rebecca came at the right time for the sake of all. Isaac, as I said above, had lost his mother, Sarah, and Daddy was now very old, and now the future of all God intended through this chosen couple were in the hands of Isaac. And so for Isaac to add the hands of Rebecca to that future was the crowning touch for Israel and the future that Israel was to play in the history of God. My friends, God was key in this marriage, as God has been key in all events leading to this marriage, and as God was key in the events that have followed, and as God is key in all that is yet to come. So, dear one, I pray that whatever role God had in your life is still key to you, because in his heart, in God's heart, you still matter much to God. Receive that. Let's pray. Loving God, you know us, you know our needs. I pray for all who read this with me. Bless each person, bless each relationship, bless future relationships, and bless each family represented by this person who reads this as their prayer. And Father, we entrust to your healing care and love those that we mentioned above, all the families that are suffering through COVID-19. Heal them, Father, deliver them, and be with those researchers and those who are looking to find a cure and a vaccine. And so, Heavenly Father, restore health and wholeness to them and to us. And this we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. May God bless you and keep you. Uh, Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's your assignment. Be the person who shares the key of God's love in the life of someone else today. You'll know how to do it. God will show you. Again, thank you for tuning in. Receive my blessings of joy and hope. I'm Pastor Ed Hollywood. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.